Pump up the volume on your parenting with Parent Pump Radio. Tune into something different that makes a difference. At Parent Pump Radio, instead of a ripple, we choose to create a splash. Get energized, get inspired, and get informed with how to parent in the new millennium with your host and parent coach super guide, Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. Hi, this is Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. We're here to pump up your parenting skills, pump up your knowledge, pump up your energy. Welcome to Parent Pump Radio. Our effort is to get our show's information and message out to more and more people. So please do me a big favor by sharing and also tagging friends who would really enjoy this information. As always, our show is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and syndicated on missionsradio.org and liveleadplay.com. Family structure and foundation is the number one defense against teenage substance abuse pregnancy, depression, stress, and so much more. This is why I wrote my Amazon best-selling book called Amazing Itty Bitty Book on Family Leadership. It's on Amazon for $6.99 on paperback and $2.99 on Kindle. The link to the purchase, the book, is in the show notes. And if you're ready to dive in deeper and really start creating a whole new family with the one that you have, enroll in my online three-month Harmonious Family Blueprint program. Email us at info at integrativeminds.com with your contact information so we can schedule an interview time. And that link is also in the show notes. On to our show today. Our guest is a Jamaican-American author based in California. Her latest children's book called I Am Unique is all about self-love and sharing your unique gifts with the world. This book stems from her own childhood insecurity and is written in hope to inspire young girls and women to live their lives undimmed. Her work was recently featured on Forbes.com. She is passionate about inspiring others to tap into their natural gifts and living life filled with purpose and intention. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the pleasure of introducing you to Jennifer Vasso. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm doing good, Jacqueline. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I love your story and how you found your purpose. This happened, I guess, in 2012 when you were at a sermon. My aha moment was New Year's Eve 2012. That was when I really tapped into my gifts. I was listening to Bishop Dale Bronner via live stream, and that particular sermon He said, don't die with your gifts still on the inside of you. Impart to others what was entrusted to you. And ever since he said that, I realized that, you know, I had a gift that I was keeping to myself. Um, That's when I, I went home and I was thinking, okay, well, let me start sharing my writing that I really don't share a lot with people. Like my close friends and families know that I like writing poetry and short stories, but I never really shared it out in a on a bigger platform. So I got home, I looked in my drawers and different things, and I started compiling my poems and short stories that I had written from ages six to 26. And uh, that's when I first published my poetry book, My Channeled Energy in 2014. Um, And then since then, my latest project is I'm Unique, building a brand around self-love and sharing your gifts. So definitely listening to Bishop Dill Bronner's sermon in 2012 was a jumpstart to me, really tapping into what what my natural gifts are. Yeah, it's so great when you have found that gift and that makes you want to do more. 
And I love that he said that, don't die with your gifts still inside of you. Impart to others what was entrusted to you. It gave me chills. So I know that's speaking truth there. And I hope this message gets sent out. We recently did a show on helping your children find their purpose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is all about it. Like we are born here for a purpose. And that is the gift that was given inside us so that we can live in that purpose. And I'm so happy that you found that, that you heard that message. And we, as an audience, get that gift from you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely been a journey. Just, I mean, I knew I always liked writing, but I never thought that it could be something that I could do for a living. Um, and that's one of the things that I would encourage parents to do is pay attention to what their children gravitate towards. Like, if they're picking up a, a paintbrush to go and paint, like, watch them. Because a lot of times, their children, they're not going to be able to articulate what their passions are, but they will very much show you what they are. If you see them gravitating toward a piano and like wanting to play the piano or bang on a, some pots and pans, like just be in tune to what your children are picking up and finding interest in and then finding resources and activities and opportunities to then nurture that gift that they've already been demonstrating. Because then, you know, if you're nurturing it at a younger age, you won't grow up as an adult feeling lost or like purposeless or like, oh, well, I'm, I'm in, I'm at a job that I absolutely hate and I don't know what I'm good at. But if you have those conversations and you foster that love from a young age, it helps you down the line because you've already identified what you're truly good at. I absolutely agree with that. And that's what our episode about purpose is exactly what Gretchen Downey said was, watch what your kids are gravitating towards. What do they like? Instead of talking so much, right? As parents, we think that we need to instill all these values by talking, but just listen and do emulate what it is that you want them to be. So let's get talking about this book that has inspired you to help us. Yes. It's called I Am Unique. So what's it about? So I Am Unique is about a little girl named Erin. She has a birthmark on her face and passion for acting. In the story, she wants to try out for the leading role in her school's play, but when her best friend questions whether or not she would be good for the role because of her birthmark, she has to then decide if she's going to let a quote-unquote perceived flaw get in the way of her dream. That's the, the main story, but the underlying message is don't let your insecurities hinder you from tapping into your gifts and to rise above your insecurities and share your your unique gifts despite what others may say. Um, it actually, it comes from a personal place because I have a birthmark that I covered most of my adolescent years. I remember first thinking about or realizing that I had something different when I was eight. And I held on to that insecurity of this birthmark that's on my shoulder. Um, I held on to the insecurity until I was a senior in high school. And the point that I remember vividly was my for my high school prom. I had the makeup artist conceal my mark with foundation because I remember thinking, I want to be absolutely beautiful tonight. Like I don't want any, I don't want to, I don't want any flaws or anything. I want to look absolutely beautiful. And see, I have to stop you there because it's so sad that girls, we have this vision of what absolutely beautiful is based on what we see on TV, in mm -hmm. the magazine. Then we have girls that end up being a teenager and having body image issue. Right. Yeah. We think of it as really just girls that are fat, but with you as a birthmark which is a simple birthmark that gave you this this body image issue. So how did you overcome that? It really just took me time. Like, okay, so I was 18. I covered it up. I didn't wear any tops or dresses. 
that exposed my birthmark ever. And then when I got to college, I just started thinking like, okay, um, this is silly. I <laughs> like, I, I, why am I keeping myself from doing what I really want to do or wearing what I want to wear? This is um, like, I don't need to be doing this. So I just grew out of it. I slowly started wearing like tube tops or tank tops, things that showed it. And I was a little self-conscious at first because I thought people were looking at it but then I just kept doing it and doing it until it was like second nature so for me it it took time but what I want to do is from age 8 to 18 that's 10 years of being insecure about something that really I shouldn't be insecure about because it's a part of who I am what I want to do with I'm unique is serve as an example as okay well I want to shorten that time where girls specifically go through that struggle period. Like it took me 10 years. You don't have to go through something like this for that amount of time. You can, um, I can, Aaron can serve as representation of what you can be or who you can be if you rise above those insecurities. How has it been received since you have risen above that and you show your birthmark now? I think I'm Unique has been well received. I constantly get you know, testimonials or messages on social media where people are showing me their birthmarks. Or And what I want to mention, too, is that the, just because Aaron has a birthmark doesn't mean this story is literally just about birthmarks. It could be it, birthmarks. A birthmark in this sense is metaphorical. So right. whatever your birthmark is, it could be like a childhood scar or maybe something that we can't physically see. It's just something that we all have something in our lives that we have allowed to limit limit our potentials. And so I'll get DMs from people saying, well, thank you for writing this. My daughter has this. And, you know, this is um, it's great to see an example of someone sharing their gift with the world. So it's definitely been positive um, and, and very much needed, especially in this age where media is constantly telling girls they need to look a certain way or act a certain way or this is what it means to be successful. So having that representation out there is very much important. Even singers and teenage idols that are out there, Mm -hmm. girls are looking to these people, even if they don't say anything, to be who they are. Mm -hmm. And if we all spoke out and say, you are unique for who you are, don't cover anything up. Mm -hmm. This is all about loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Right, understanding that you're unique and loving yourself. So we're talking the bigger picture is about self love. Why do you think there needs to be more dialogue around self love, especially for young girls? I think there needs to be more dialogue because we live in a, a time where media largely influences our perception of beauty, success, and self esteem, for that matter. And I think having those conversations with girls will help them grow into themselves, help them know that, okay, well, I'm not alone in this. There might be someone else who is struggling through this and they can have that line of sight, like, okay, well, she overcame this. So can I, for example, um, I spoke to a woman had purchased my book and she called me later and said her daughter was shocked that she met an author because she thought all authors were dead and that's just, that's just crazy to me because this this young girl is not realizing that there are people behind the books or behind the shows she yep. watches. We're having these conversations and showing these girls there is someone out there who's just like you, who grew up just like you, 
and look where she came, look at how far she has gone and look at what she did to learn how to love herself. So it's leading by example. I think having a model um, to pattern yourself off of or just to be inspired by does a great deal for girls growing up in this in these times. Like even when I, I'm an 80s baby and when I was growing up, I didn't come across books with characters who look like me talking about birthmarks or self-love. I just didn't see any books like that out there. So having that representation and having uh, positive conversations about self-love and what does it mean to know what your gifts are? What does it mean to share? That Those are just conversations that can empower girls to live limitless lives. In your book, do you talk about what people could be saying? To inspire girls? Yeah. So in the back of the book, there's discussion questions, for example, like, oh, well, what are your talents? Or what was what was Erin's talents? Or how did she overcome them? Like, the, there are conversation starters for Good. parents to to ask girls or kids, whoever's reading, like, what, what, is, what did you take from the story? And then we also have a parent guide that helps with um, the themes in the book. Like, we, the themes are all about goal setting, love, self-esteem, perseverance. And so there's guided questions that you can ask before, during, and after the reading, depending on the child's reading level. So yeah, there's, there's questions that, that, are, that are addressed around self-love, your gifts, your talents, or what does it mean? Or what would you say if someone questioned you or asked you why, why do you like A, B, or C? Like, so there's definitely uh, conversation starters there that'll help children get their minds going. Well, and the reason why I asked that is because this is more than just a book about a story of a little girl. It's actually a how-to book for parents on how to, like you said, start a conversation, continue a mm-hmm. conversation. Because a lot of times as parents, we ask things like, how was your day? And the answer is good. And then you don't know what else to say, right? So it's the answer comes from the right questions. And there are so many questions. We don't know where to start. And I'm glad that, you know, this book has that how-to for parents. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And activities that they could do. Um, There's some activities in the teacher's guide, too, if you have listeners who are teachers or educators. But it's activities that um, arts and crafts, things that they could do to maybe draw a picture of what makes them unique or rewrite the story in such a way that shares a different angle. So it's, it's, it's challenging the child to be creative and also put themselves in the, in the character's shoes. Now, when you were younger, I'm going to step back, uh, and you had this birthmark, you were self-conscious of it. Was there something, like, was a kid at one time, because I'm sure there was one time that you d- weren't even aware that you were different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, um, I'm thinking, like, I was around seven or eight, because I was in the drill team, on the drill team, at seven and I remember the the uniform was like a like a tank top uniform so my shoulders were were exposed and I remember looking around and all the girls like they had their skin was all one tone like and mine was only one with like this different tone so I I noticed it was by observation that I noticed that I was different and then as I got a little older and went on to do different sports and activities kids would point it out or be like, oh, what's that? Or did you get bruised? Or is it a burn? Like I've had adults ask me if I got, if, you know, if it was a product of me getting a bruise or it got like hit somewhere. And I'm like, no, this is a birthmark. My mom had 
pointed out to me at a young age that, oh, you have a birthmark. But I didn't start feeling self-conscious until I knew it was something that not everyone had instead of instead of embracing that I kind of I hid from it. Now, were kids mean about it or it was just you noticed that you were different that made you more self-conscious? Overall, they weren't mean, like I wasn't bullied or anything, but I would, there, there would be like one or two kids would be like, oh, what's that? Or like, you know, like how kids yeah. are. Well, it only takes um, one time. Yeah. Right. It takes it's like conversations like that or, and I also don't like being the center of attention. And so when people are staring, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So people were looking at it. So they were looking at it and I would feel self-conscious about it. So I just started not showing it at all. This book is not just for if you have kids that are unique, you know, maybe a little different with their birthmark or something like that. It's not just for, it's for all kids because kids who don't have a birthmark need to understand how to handle situations like this. Instead of saying you, you can ask in more compassion or just ignore it like as if that person doesn't have any difference. So that's what mm -hmm. I see this book is about. It's a conversation piece for for all kids that parents need to teach how people need to behave. Yes, exactly. Um, and then also, I'd like to add in there too, like I my it, while it is a children's book, I also noticed that this book serves as a healing mechanism for women who never exactly healed from the hurt that they ex experienced when they were younger. Um, a, a year ago, I had a woman, um, after I did a talk where I shared I'm Unique at the event, and like I shared the mission and what I, what the book was about. And after I was done, she, she approached me in tears and she was like, you know, it's really inspiring what you're doing. And, um, she had a bad experience when she was younger. She had gotten her hair cut. She went to a restaurant with her family and then when she stepped away to use the bathroom and then a woman came out and was like, oh, you're going to the wrong bathroom. You should go to the boys bathroom. So she was mistaken as a boy, um, because of haircut. And so she was tearing up and saying, you know, like she's never, and until this day, she's a grown woman. Now she cannot embrace her natural hair. She wears wigs. I think the story too, like behind every woman is a young girl who never got the chance to heal. And so that, so the story, while it's written in children's form, it also is a lesson for adults as well. Absolutely. Now I know you have a mission and I want you to share your mission. Yeah. So our mission is to inspire girls to overcome their insecurities so that they can share their uniqueness and do more of what sets their soul on fire. Um, we have a video available that pretty much captures the entire mission of I Am Unique. And it's a 60 minute, uh, not 60, 60 second video that you can easily download. I'm sure we'll provide the link. Yep. All of the information for Jennifer is going to be in the show notes. Her website is iamuniquebook.com. You can watch her 60-second missions video. It's also down there. She has an author page, and you can see all of the work that she's done. What's your current or future projects? So the projects, I'm definitely working on building a full-on self-love empire around I'm Unique. Just as how you see characters like Dora the Explorer or Doc McStuffin, that's how I want my character to be. That's why I want Erin to be. I want her to be positioned as the face of self-love. And so the current projects are, um, book one is done, but I'm also looking to roll out other series. So in the first 
story, Erin rises above her insecurity. And in other, like, books two, three, and four, and so on, she'll be inspiring other girls to rise above their insecurities, so whatever it could be. So I'll, I'll ask my audience, you know, what are their, what are the girls in their lives struggling with? And then that'll be the, I'll take that inspiration and that'll be the secondary character that Aaron helps. Um, so it's all about like take, inspiring others to live their lives undimmed. I have the teacher's guide available, but I'm also looking to incorporate I Am Unique and the teachings in schools curriculum. So I'm currently working on partnering with schools to have it introduced to the schools and have it taught there. So yeah, those are the immediate projects that I'm working on. What's the teacher's guide about? Yeah, the teacher's guide is, uh, it has tips and activities for teachers and educators to do with students before, during, and after reading. It has, the guide also comes with common core aligned questions and a list of complimentary books that are in line with I'm Unique's messaging that, that they can, that teachers can easily look up. So what we're doing is cutting down the time that they would normally take to find books that are, that have similar themes. Um, and there's also activities that they can do to help drive the theme home, the theme of self-love, perseverance, goal setting. Okay. So this is actually a full, like a curriculum that the teacher can incorporate and you have it all done for them. Right. It's all done. Um, definitely wanted to make their lives easier. I know the hunt for books can be challenging, but we have it all included. It's a it's a supplement to the I'm Unique book, as well as the parent guide is a supplement for parents and then teachers to review and then have follow-up questions after reading the story. And then you're also giving our listener something that they can download? Yes. So everyone can download the free audiobook version of I'm Unique. You can easily go to uh, my site at imuniquebook.com or it, the link will be down below, but um, you can download and get free, complete access to the audio version of I'm Unique and let me know what you think. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. We have a few minutes left and I, you so, you're so inspirational. So I'm wondering, oh, like, how, how do you keep inspired? Or is there someone in your life that inspires you? Yes, I, I'm definitely inspired by the people around me. I, um, especially on this entrepreneurial journey, it can be a lonely road um, if you don't have a support system around you. And I, I pull my inspiration from podcasts that I listen to, or I have virtual mentors that I've, like, some of them I haven't met physically but there's online resources and communities that I'm a part of where we just we just grow together and we pull from one another and we help lift each other up so yeah I'm definitely inspired by others and what they're doing and then I have a, a community that I can tap into and offer value as well as get value to who do you listen to I listen to my league peels podcast called my taught you she shares tips about career, relationships, lifestyle, a lot of inspirational things that come out of her podcast, and she has different guests. And uh, it definitely helps me to level up and uh, pursue excellence. She's someone who really inspires me. Um, I also, she's the main one that I listen to. I also read a lot of books. I think the book that helped me get on my journey and just really hone in on my gifts was The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. That was one. It's crazy because my mom actually gifted me that 
when I turned 18 and it was like a going away off to college gift, but I, I didn't read it until eight years later, but it was, it was just crazy because the timing, if I had read it at 18, I wouldn't have received it the same way when I was 26 because I wasn't even in that. What was the name of the book again? Um, a Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Get out there and get that book. <laughs> If you haven't found your purpose. And then I also would, I would give that to people who are still looking to find their way. Like it started with me in my early twenties, just asking the question, like there has to be more in life. There has to be more that I can do, or how can I share my gifts? Like I just, I was like, what is my purpose? Like what, I wasn't meant to just sit here at a call center job. I was working at a call center job um at the time no offense to anybody working in that space but it 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 just wasn't my destiny and I knew that like if you know that you are meant for more then you know it's it's your right it's your divine right to go after it and so I started asking those questions and then the more I asked the more I, I saw it and started going to conferences and reading more and surrounding myself around communities that were were interested in leveling up and wanting um wanting to live their lives with excellence. And you hit a really good spot there where you said you started asking questions because really all of us has a purpose. Whatever you're, if you're at a call center, if you're really happy with that serving people, because there is also a purpose for that, whatever it is, you do have a purpose. And if you're not happy with what you're doing or where you are, then you need to ask the right question so that the answer comes, right? It's not about, well, I can't stand this job and what can I do to get out of it? Like that is not what you're really looking for. And those questions that you posed was really great. Like, what is my purpose? How can I get to my purpose? Show me where I need to go to be happy. So that way, those questions are more powerful. They're more positive. Yes. Yes. And it starts with the question you have to want. I mean, instead of accepting what life has given to you, you can you can ask for more and you can want more and work for more, um, strive for more. So it's definitely been a journey. Watch out for those words. This is what we're talking about here is how words can be very, very powerful. Yeah. Uh, someone saying, you, what is that? It can be very detrimental. It only takes one person to say that. But someone saying, wow, you're beautiful, has such energy behind it. Mm-hmm. And also the energy that you're speaking to yourself, too. It's the negative oh, self-talkers saying I can't or people like me can't do that, those limiting beliefs can also keep you in a small, insecure space. And so we have to do like, <laughs> yeah, right. And it's all about like retraining the mind. I know I still battle with it now. It's just it, sometimes like when I'll have like a negative thought into my mind, I constantly have to like reprogram myself or re change it change it or like get make it escape it like make it leave my mind um because it'll always it'll always come like or am I doing the right thing or is this being received but no it is being received I am touching the person that I'm meant to touch this is not falling on deaf ears so it's like it's constantly having positive conversations and then training our minds to really think above those limiting beliefs yeah and if you have a problem like you're stuck, then I suggest you reach out to a coach. Yeah. You can contact Jennifer. You can contact me. That's what we do is sometimes you need an outside perspective. Some things are just so deeply ingrained and you don't know how to switch that. And you need an outside person. I mean, you can Google on, I mean, you can go on YouTube Mm -hmm. and uh, search the CEO of Google about coach and he'll tell you 
Everybody needs a coach. Mm-hmm. You think about it. Even Michael Jordan had a coach. Beyonce has a yeah. coach. Tony Robbins has a coach, right? These people are excellent in what they do, and they still have a coach, and this is why. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We can't do it alone. Well, on that note, do you have any shout-out for anybody that um, you want to say hi to? Yes. Thank you for all the support from my family and friends um, and also the followers as well and and people who have reached out to me personally and um, really connected with the story. I appreciate every one of you. And I just hope that the message goes far and wide. Like I really appreciate everyone. So thank you so much for your time and for listening and connecting. That's great. Cause I know that you've had a lot of people contact you for this. So thank you all of you where this message has been heard and it's changed you somehow and change your family somehow. And thank you, Jennifer, for sharing your gift. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for your time and opportunity. And listeners, until next time, always be learning and always be growing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Go to parentpumpradio.com and click on the pink box on the top of our homepage to listen to our new and archived shows. To be instantly notified of new episodes, subscribe to our RSS feed. The RSS feed button is located at the top of the page where all our shows are featured. And after listening to the show, go to parentpumpradio.com or our Facebook page to leave your comments, questions, and topic suggestions. And while you're at our website, sign up to receive a free gift. Until next time, have a wonderful week.